0: Hello everybody and welcome, and this is episode two of the Midnight McBride show, and this week it's called The Gift. I've got two ladies with me that have been on the show before, I've got Christy, Christy. Christy Lomas, <laughs> and I've also got Megan Robinson, so how are you doing ladies?
1: Brilliant, thanks. Really good,
0: good, good. I've called this show The Gift, and the reason I've called it The Gift is because both of you have got... I was joking earlier, and when I did my show notes, I was going to say that you're both mutants. <laughs>
1: <Quite> right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fine. You can go with mutants. That's fine. Yeah.
0: But basically, you both have, you could call it special powers. Um, you've got your big toe dipped into the spirit realm. Maybe that's a nice way of putting it. But, and you realize this as you were growing up, mm-hmm. you know, as you're going through your childhood, Um, We talked about a lot on the show, so although we're not going to go over everything we talked about on the show, because a lot of the viewers, not listeners, viewers this time, a lot of the viewers perhaps maybe haven't listened to the radio shows, so Mm -hmm. they won't know, so we'll cover some of it, but we won't go over all of it. So, also, as we'll go into later on the show, Christy, we're going to talk about the Kai retreat as well, and Megan will talk about, let me get this right, Misfit to Mystic. Yeah. Yeah. So... We'll start with you, Christy. Okay. Growing up, your yeah. family were all spiritualists, maybe mediums, clairvoyants, channelers along these lines? So. Yeah,
1: yeah, they were. Um, so, yeah, I don't know where to start with that. So, growing up, um, I think, as with anything, you kind of want a normal family. Yeah. Um, when what you deem as normal is, you know, well.
2: Well, I, what I, I don't think
0: with. there's, <laughs> it, there's I don't no such sure. thing, is no, no.
1: Um, So, yeah, I was kind of brought up in a world with, so my mum was, well, she still is, she's, um, she's Druid, so I was brought up with all that. She's a healer. Yeah. Um, she also used to work night so she was a nurse so in her day job, so to speak. Um so I'd go to stay at my grandma's while she was at work. Um yeah. that consisted of being taken to the spiritualist church where she would take Did like your mum know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knew, <laughs> oh, she knew, geez, she knew yeah. yeah, she knew. Um so I kind of grew up around that the spiritualist church. Um sort of while my grandma was taking services and things like that she was yeah. really you'd go into a house and it'd be full of um, like feathers and drums and like she did really like shamanic yeah. stuff so to- for me that was normal it was only kind of when I got a little bit older that I realized yeah. hang on everyone else's family isn't it, <laughs> it's it, out there. It, so it told
0: speaking. me it took me sort of probably 40 years before I discovered that world you know because yeah. I, I wasn't part of it I, yeah. you know I wasn't involved in it and my life's improved exponentially Mm. since I started to mix with what I'd call a spiritual community now, my spiritual chat tribe, which you're both in. You know, people that I'm fascinated by their lives that I draw a lot of commonality with as well. And people that I like talking to because they excite my brain. Yeah. You know, Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
0: (laughs) Megan. So when you were on the show, you talked about, because you're an Irish girl Mm -hmm. from Derry. You talked about your experiences. You discovered that maybe you were a little bit different than everybody else. And this is mm-hmm. something that you developed and grown with now. Yeah. But how's that when you 1st realize realised, I'm not like the rest of these people?
3: Well, that's what I was going to say in comparison to you. You wanted a normal family. I did. Well, it, but there is no such thing as normal. And I just realised that I was a wee bit different. I had loads of different interests anyway. Like I was a proud, weird child, yeah, like, and I probably made life more complicated because You're I. You're a proud weird
0: life. adult now. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? like I'm
3: definitely. You're head still proud weirdo. and weird,
0: but that's something to be yeah. proud about.
3: That's it. Like yeah, I good. think yeah. that that's probably why I've been able to get through a lot of the things that I have got through because I was all right with being a weirdo. Mm. I was all right with being different.
0: See, I I I wasn't I pretended to be somebody else for a long time. Mm. You know, which involved steroids and fighting and being macho and all this nonsense. And it was a long time before I thought, I'm nothing like these other people. Mm. Or we're actually all like that, but everybody's pretending to be different Mm -hmm. and I couldn't do that anymore.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no,
0: definitely. It changed. Mm. Yeah. I've recently actually just come back from Manjushri. I've been at Manjushri for the weekend. And I was joking before the show started that I went for the Amataias retreat, which is classed as an in-depth retreat. Because Mm -hmm. when you do the meditations, it's reciting a lot of external mantra, Sadhana, and you repeat this over and over. And you do three or four, one and a half hour sessions each day, chanting, and eventually go deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. And... I didn't do a single session. <laughs> I got no sleep because we had a bed that I think it was a lesson. Uh, we had a bed that had springs in that stuck in and everything. It was horrendous. Yeah. But it didn't really phase us because we had a lovely time. Mm-hmm. And first session, we got there, fell asleep. Just that's how tired we were, I think. Yeah. We just, for the first time in about seven weeks, because I've been so busy on it and mm-hmm. involved in what I'm doing, I just I just collapsed. We slept, yeah, yeah. I fell asleep with my clothes on. That's how tired we were, just yeah. bumped out The next morning, Steph had a bit of tummy ache, willow. Uh And then we bumped into Catherine Beaumont, who does meditate with horses, Mm -hmm. and uh, another lady who does hands-on heavy horses called Debbie, and they're doing retreats together. And so we spent a few hours with them, which is funny because I'd just met, we'd not seen her for a year and a half. I messaged her because she's coming on this show Uh uh, last week, and then she's never been to Mandutri before. And we met on that day. And... We were about to go into a session. We walked past and we just caught a glimpse of each other. We could have so easily missed each other. Mm. So there was a lot of synchronicity.
1: Yeah, there. and that's it. You needed that time just to relax. And you wouldn't have, if you were here, you wouldn't have done that, would you? you oh, no. We realised we just had to, to get, get out of open for a, a couple him. of days. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the Kai retreat.
1: Okay. So it's
2: like I thought. The key, Kai, It's like tomato tomato well, thing, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> the Kai
0: retreat for a long time yes. I couldn't help but call you Kirsty, yep. not Christy, mm-hmm. and I don't know why, but just yeah. every time it when came, you see it, and I thought Kai was an abbreviation yep. of your name. Yeah, didn't realise that that was also represents chi and energy, uh-huh. which yep. you explained on the show, yep. the radio show, and so that that's why. Yeah, but you're happy. You call it key, don't you? Yes. Yeah.
1: So it is. It's it's the whole pronunciation thing isn't it depending on where you are some say kai some say ki um and it's basically so the word ki like we say explaining then it's yeah. um the japanese word for energy so life force energy ki chi prana so sort of wherever you are in the world and um, obviously has it's the same thing just many different um referred to as different names and different things so that's known really in my business the ki retreat yes um so i do a lot of different things there um it's one of those things where i'm kind of like Trying, you know when people say, "What do you do?" I'm like, well, I can't really define what I. It's easy to do. say what
0: you don't do, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot yeah. of
1: things. Um, I suppose it's easy to say what the purpose of it is, and that is mainly to. Encourage and open the door, so to speak, to people who might want to be kind of dipping the toe, like you were saying, into yeah. spirituality, into meditation, into healing, and you have
0: that sorts of perhaps things and stuff. Guests that come there as well. So although you'll have yeah. regular classes, yeah. you'll have people that visit that might be doing a, a yeah. workshop for exactly. a day, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So things
1: yeah. like that one as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mystic misfit to mystic, Megan.
3: My so that's, in a that that <laughs> is uh,
0: a mouthful, isn't it? Me- Megan does it, Misfit yeah. to Mystic. Yes. all the
3: M's, yeah. But so
0: tell us a bit about that, Megan.
3: Um, so the Misfit to Mystic Academy is the strategic woo school that helps you to integrate the magic and mayhem of your spiritual or not so spiritual life. Um, we base a lot of our practices on techniques and methods that anybody can use, whether you have faith or not. And I think that, that again, is my... Life in a nutshell, trying to find faith and trying to find something that is bigger than yourself or bigger than the problems that you have to yeah. really help people to integrate and to really enjoy in life and finding the bliss in, in the not so blissful parts, because yeah. that's the reality of life, isn't it?
0: So you were a misfit mm-hmm. and, and now you're a mystic. I love the expression you used when you came on the radio and...
3: A mystic soul coach. Yeah,
0: mystic soul yeah. coach. We've, as I said on the show we'd never had one of those before. I've <laughs> had shamans, I've had sh- <laughs> shaman's, I have plenty of shamans. Not a problem, but I've never had a mystic soul coach.
3: I have to be different, you know what I mean? Glorified yeah. weirdo for definite. Yeah. So, yeah, I love being a mystic soul coach because it takes the traditional, well, you say traditional coaching method but it takes that simplicity and that really, really beautiful technique that anybody can use. Yeah. And then you connect it to the authenticity of your own soul, of your own spirit essence. And that allows you to dive a little bit deeper and to go a little bit further into who you are and what you can learn from the crap you've been through.
0: Yeah. I suppose you people that maybe initially are curious about spirituality may arrive at your retreat yep. mm-hmm. and people who maybe feel that they're having experiences that aren't like other people and mm-hmm. realize they may have a gift will end up mm. at your academy. Massively. So you're guiding people at the early stages yeah, of this experience that you've been through. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, beautiful. It's yeah. Yeah. We had a guy on here on the first episode, Wesley, and he's been through a lot. And he's a beautiful man and he's now, I'd called in the last six months, gone through a spiritual awakening mm. where he started to play the guitar, he's writing his poetry yeah. and he's, he's prolific with his poetry every day.
2: Yeah.
0: But it's when somebody's been through trauma and you think, well, how wh- how can there be a positive from that? Mm-hmm. The positive is when somebody else is going through it and you've survived mm-hmm. and you can show them yeah. that there's, the there's life afterwards, yeah. you yeah. know, Definitely. because I think a lot of people, I mean, I've got you two, Beacons, beautiful people sat at the table with me now, you know, shining stars, beaming light. There's other people who, when they go through this experience, can end up taking their own life yeah. because it, it can be terrifying, yeah, it can especially be cons- if you're
1: consuming, can't it? It really can.
0: Yeah, if you're communicating and you, mm. you've got voices and outside mm-hmm. influences no, or seeing spirits, it can. It can be very, very scary. It's
1: true. I think yeah. I struggled yeah. with it as a child, um, which I shut down a lot for the things that I was seeing. I mm. was just like, no, don't want this at all. No. Mm. So I shut down a lot from a child from seeing things. Yeah. Um, so slowly that's coming back in now because I'm still getting that. Me now, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, what? And then I still got that little like, child going, no, you don't. You don't no. want to see all this scary stuff. So. I, th-
0: I think you've both... Turned it around and come to terms with it, and not mm. only come to terms with it—you have turned it into a, a career and helping yeah. other people. But some people never—they don't get that far. Yeah. That's and maybe you're the difference from people that have these experiences and are frightened, and to say yeah. it's okay. Yeah, you know, we were
3: talking about that in the way up yeah. about having a meaning and having a purpose, and I think for. For, for me personally, it is about helping other people and it is about giving them buckets of water to put out the flames that you used to burn in. Yeah. Like, that's as far as mm. it goes. Yeah, that's a
0: nice analogy. Yeah. No, it is. Yes.
1: It's, it is. It's almost kind of, I always say, with, like, personally, obviously, I do a lot of deep inner work and stuff, but the people, like, my clients, so to speak, the people that I've found that come, mm. They are people that are, like we were saying, just starting out. They don't really, they might be a bit overwhelmed because there's so many places where you can get conflicting information. Yeah. They can be, feel a bit intimidated and go into different places and they don't really know where to turn. So it is just that like little opening the door type thing to Pandora's yeah. box and the rabbit hole and then going.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> I think with that, any business, if you will, as well, there are people that are practicing and preaching spirituality and helping people but are making a lot of money out of it as well mm. and I, I tend to think that I've got a, a good eye for spotting those people and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with making yeah. a lot of money but mm. some people it's purely a business yeah you know and you can usually tell with the people you that can genuinely tell, care because
1: obviously mm. they're not doing the work on themselves as well it can be all obviously very visual and vocal and yeah that's things, right but
0: yeah. yeah so for each show by the way I've got my sign now I uh, didn't have a sign for the first show because they weren't deli- they wouldn't deliver oh. it on time, so oh, it was like just it. just blue, and both the gents that came turned up in blue, uh. one in black, one in blue, and I, they <laughs> had to change because all you could see was the head. Well, you did jokes us <laughs> saying
1: that we'd have to wear one of the Hawaiian shirts. And <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was serious. No. In, I actually only in had a red so t shirt, but
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I paired peop- people for this show, I thought it was going to be difficult, and I had a big list of people. I started off for the first shows. I would picked everybody that's coming on here initially has done the radio with yeah. me because then I, I know who's comfortable, who's mm-hmm. easy to talk with. Mm-hmm. People that I may be relaxed in front of the camera as well, yeah. that helps. And both of you qualified. And when I was putting people together... I thought it would be difficult. It was really easy. Everybody, yeah. I just straight away, I, I'd heard you talk about Megan and I'd heard Megan talk about you and you <laughs> said lovely things and I thought, oh, this is going to be yeah. easy. That's, that's a sure thing. And you both talked about growing up, your childhood, and mm-hmm. how you would knew you had a gift mm. at this age, at a very young age, and you're around that community. And so I thought this would be easy, but yeah. how did you meet?
3: Well, I've run classes from... Yeah. From Christie's yeah. cave retreat, so
0: And that's how right. I yeah. now uh-huh. remember because on social media is how I first became aware of you, Megan. Yeah. And it was doing something. I remember it yeah. was at. Because yeah. you yeah. if you express an interest, you'd contact somebody. Yeah. 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 And I got a message and I thought, Oh, who's this? And it, I didn't realise, but it was you. I think yeah. just saying, Are you coming? And then you didn't remember, did you? No, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> you had no idea. No
3: you message that many people. I think yeah. when, that's the thing whenever yeah. your business is online you, you kind of lose contact with the real world and that's probably yeah. what I loved most about coming to your retreat yeah. because you connected with people in the community and you know Christy's amazing at bringing the right people together Yeah, and always has been so I've always loved working there and love being a part of her community as well because it's really special
0: Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I, I found that for a long time I was just doing meditation mm-hmm. uh, I did uh, workshops, retreats I did a festival, I did various things and then I wanted to focus on the radio, writing, and doing mm-hmm, other stuff. Yep. So I stopped doing the meditation because I physically just couldn't do uh, everything. Yeah. And I have to work sometimes as well yeah, and actually yeah, exactly. go and earn money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I lost that connection. I became a bit disconnected from everybody. And so I'm hoping at some point in the not too distant future, yep. I can go back to that mm-hmm. as well. But I do. I have to choose. You have to manage your time, you do, don't of you? Of
3: course you do. Yeah, yeah. No, you you, really you'll
0: do. know about this because you've got young children as well, yep. haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how you do that.
3: Yeah, yeah, I don't so know how yeah, either of you do Two
1: it. kids, and then like you were saying, I have to work as well. So I have a, a job. Yeah. As well as this, and yeah, yeah. so it is just uh, what what's quite. that? What do you I do? work on the trains? So I'm a train manager.
0: Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Train
1: Willow. manager. Willow was
0: saying that you. I knew you were. I I've got. I shouldn't say it. But a trolley dolly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a trolley <laughs> dolly. Yeah, yeah.
0: you were an air hostess I on was, a plane, yeah. and then you went onto the trains, and yeah. and. You're still learning. Yeah, yeah, so I
1: literally, I went for, um, I was going to a different airline. So I think I was meant to be there for like four months before I went to a different airline and then 11, 12 years later, I'm still there.
0: Yeah. Mm. Do you enjoy it though? Is it okay? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> no, I do.
1: I, I love getting to meet, it sounds a cliche, but I love the different types of people that I get to meet because I wouldn't meet those people day to day. And I found the more you guys will get this, the more I'm growing spiritually, the more spiritual work I do it's always these people where they, they just, you know, synchronicity, they put them on the wrong train or this or that. Yeah, They're having this massive that. life mm-hmm. crisis and they need someone to talk to. So I've kind of found that that's why I'm still there. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's almost like a little counselling role within the job.
0: I went down recently to do the audio book and I'd got on a train and it was a long train journey to London. I'd not been on a train for years And the synchronicity, I met a couple of people. I talked to this lady who was working on the train as well. And then there was a guy in the hotel I stayed at who was suffering from anxiety. And we had a long chat with him. And it was like everything just started to fall into place. And I experienced that. I think, obviously, when you're on the right path, when you're fully present in the moment and you're experiencing bliss and joy, Mm -hmm. you just naturally meet the people that you're meant to at that moment, Definitely,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: So, Megan, not everybody on this show has taken drugs and we'll talk about it briefly, but you were happy to talk about it on the radio. We had a chat about it, you know, as you were growing up and I talk about it very openly and I made a list. I've never read the full list on air, uh, on the radio or on Mm -hmm. the, this video podcast, but I thought it was 32 drugs I'd taken, recreational drugs. It's over 40 and you wouldn't think there's that many, but there's a big list and I tried most but you were okay to talk about that as part of your journey. Yeah. and you even said that that actually maybe opened some doors and put massively. you massively on a spiritual path.
3: massively yeah. like I think whenever you are high, no matter what kind of high you're in, if you feel that you're safe with people, then your mind can go off to somewhere completely yeah. different. and I was very, very lucky to have that experience where right fair enough, it did spiral it I'd have serious problems. But unless I had those experiences, I would not have been able to have the faith that I now have because I've seen things that maybe I didn't see whenever I was a youngster or, you know, things that I didn't really think that were real. Because in my head, I'm like a Disney princess, like, let's face it, like I'm looking for a tiara now. This is the reality of it. My inner child needs a tiara. And whenever I was high, there was just magic and fairy tales and yeah. you know, fairies and angels and, and it was just like... I'd just like, like to
0: say, we're not encouraging anybody to take drugs, yeah, okay? Yeah, <laughs> that's a disclaimer, we ain't encouraging yeah. anybody because to get any. Because in my life, although I started off and it was fun at mm-hmm. first, you know, and it was, it's a late night show and it's my show, so we can talk about these topics now. I have mm-hmm. to be careful on the radio yeah. a little yeah. bit, but I took ecstasy, cannabis, amphetamine, LSD, and mm-hmm. then the obviously into cocaine and a whole other world and the list goes on, but... Initially, I started. I was having fun. I was going to raves. It mm-hmm. was all great. I was it's smoking cannabis, awesome, and it, it? yeah. But then it became a dependency, mm-hmm. and then it became very unhealthy, mm-hmm. and then it was very negative and destructive. So, I think although those experiences are there, prolonged use over a long period of time, and especially if you're doing it on a regular basis, where mm-hmm. you become dependent on it, then it's a whole different experience, isn't it? Definitely. I was very fortunate. I've done ayahuasca, Mm mamosa, wachuma on more than one occasion. Mm -hmm. I've also done cambo. I've done other things. These are, the first three anyway, are plant medicines. Mm -hmm. And these, these are not recreational drugs. These are taken for people that need help. And you've tried, you know, perhaps pharmaceuticals, medicine, Mm -hmm. you're desperate. And so... This is quite often why people go down this path, yeah. and it, mm-hmm. it does, you know, it's proven now to help with anxiety, depression, oh, and it's things. Mean, and yeah. yeah,
2: brilliant.
0: So I, I experienced those, and it changed me. It mm-hmm. did, and it changed me for the better. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: The first time I did ayahuasca, after I'd done ayahuasca, I came back and I, it completely, dots, completely changed me. It. My heart opened and I was mm. able to, that was the start yeah. of everything. Wow. That was the pivotal changing point of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's when everything started to move in a positive direction yeah. rather than me thinking about suicide and being depressed. Yeah. And, and
1: that's, it is, yeah. I think like you've the issue isn't with drugs, whether you want like plant medicines or whatever, it's, it's the addiction. And if you're using it as a propped kind of mask yeah. things, rather than mm-hmm. like you say with ayahuasca and those where you yeah. actually are exploring Mm-hmm. And it's helping and it's healing. Yeah. And
0: it does. it tells you it's not a recreational drugs because I've only taken ayahuasca. I think it's on three occasions mm-hmm. now. I'm not in a hurry to take it again because yeah. it's a significant. It takes a, It can take yeah. years to process yeah. Yeah, the experience, mm-hmm. you know. And some people only take it once, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's adequate. Yeah. It's not a recreational yeah. drug, yeah. but when you're desperate and you need help, it can it can be a positive thing, you know, a very mm, positive definitely. thing. Okay, I have to keep the eye on <laughs> my eye on the time. Uh, We're going to have a short interval in in a minute. We've got a a, a few minutes left. So your journey here, we talked about, and I find this quite funny that on the last show, episode one, I swore once Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I said that (laughs) Wesley Dyson's book of poetry was going to be bloody good and that's the only time. However, I know, especially because i spent time with (laughs) Megan, that, um, you know, a lot of people swear, I try not to, um what I did notice which was I recently did a construction job I Mm -hmm. had to do do a job it lasted four months uh, to raise the money to to do this you know to do my what my dream is Mm -hmm. the things I love to do and I love doing this yeah I am very passionate about doing this and I think we've got it something like now and it's it's going to be wonderful and if only one person watches it but we enjoy doing it I don't care you're
1: doing it exactly
0: I think a lot of people watch it but if they don't it's never done for that reason yeah most of 95% of the things I've done are never done Uh for popularity they're not done Mm -hmm. for financial
1: you're following what you want to do and your passion with it
0: exactly they're not done for financial gain Mm -hmm. because I'd poured lots of money into projects that never made any money but I'm still really pleased and happy that I did them yeah you know but yeah, so swearing, and mm. I've realised on this show now, I don't want people not to swear, and I'm not going to say don't swear, mm. but I try to keep it to a minimum. And I was on a construction site, and I came back, and I was throwing swear words mm-hmm. at every other word. You're a product of your environment. If you're in a room with 100 yep. people and they're mm-hmm. laughing, you'll start to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in a room, well, let's say you're in a war zone, and you see traumatic things even if you're not injured Mm -hmm. you'll probably be damaged Mm -hmm. psychologically you'll have experienced the trauma so you're affected by your environment until you become enlightened you're infected by your environment and so I couldn't stop swearing. It took me about three or four weeks to get yeah. rid of that, yeah. and I mean, they weren't nice ones, you know. <laughs> I'm not, not on about your, your shits and your bloodies. They were, yeah, they
3: were big ones. <laughs> yeah. 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 Your intention, we swear, and I think, is everything. We've actually tested this with kinesiology because in one of our sessions, a lady was like really not all right with swearing, and yeah. of course, I couldn't shut my mouth. So she got really, really upset about it, and then we tested it with kinesiology to see if we called you an F and C in a bad way and we thought about like an ex-boyfriend or something Mm. like that and then we called you a lovable C and your body stayed strong yeah so your intention with swearing is really everything yeah so we have proven it now so we can
0: swear (laughs) I I think in context sometimes it's it's completely valid yeah
3: sometimes it's it's needed isn't it yeah well well,
0: I needed it this morning (laughs) Yeah, I need it this <laughs> I think we're all having a
1: morning like that this morning. Definitely, <laughs> Definitely. yeah, Just work.
0: so everybody knows at home, we had to have a little meditate before we started <laughs> this because we would all had a bit of a rough ride, so. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have a short break there and then we'll be back with Christy. Okay. And Megan. Thank you. Hello everybody and welcome back. This is the Midnight McBride Show and I'm joined by Christy and Megan. Welcome back. Thank you. Good. So, offer, then, we were just talking about, which seems bizarre considering your spiritual nature, uh, the real housewives of Cheshire.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know. I think you have to
0: explain that. Um,
1: So, yeah, I was approached to... Be on the real house office of Cheshire doing healing sessions basically. In the middle I was so
0: disappointed real. when you said that. I was hoping you yeah. actually one of the real house no, of Cheshire and you're having no. a punch up or something. Well, <laughs> I'm from
1: Sale, <laughs> which is in Cheshire technically, so I could be. Um, yeah, no, we're doing like healing sessions with the girls. Yeah. Um, which, like you say, it's kind of. I had a bit of like um, a little moral kind of like dilemma about doing it, to be honest, because it's. Yeah. I don't want to say this because the girls that I did it with are absolutely lovely and are really spiritual as well. So it's really good insight to see kind of obviously it is all scripted and it is yeah. for entertainment purposes. Yeah, so just yeah see it says that, there's a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, so just kind of see how it worked and stuff. But at first I was like, do I want to do it? It's not really me. But then I thought with the way I'm going with the business is I'm the whole point of the key retreat is I want to try and reach those people that really need the help but wouldn't yeah. necessarily know where to turn. Um, so for me, I'm not saying that all the viewers that watch it are, but more than likely. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's that kind of environment and stuff. So
0: I think sometimes but, yeah. the opportunities that come along aren't quite as you choose them, well, but you, you just got to grab a I said, of them with both hands and get of, on with it.
1: I couldn't make it. I kept saying, no, I can't make it. And, I, and it just kept coming up and up and up. And I thought, well, there's a reason why.
0: Yeah. This is like trying to get you on the radio. Yeah isn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. It took eight. I was like, Whoa!
0: about a year before I could get you on <laughs> yeah. the radio. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely.
0: I don't know, maybe it just wasn't the right time for you. Probably, and, yeah. yeah. Probably. But once you came, it was like you were born to do the radio, you know, yeah, so. Probably all
1: it was, it just just wasn't the right time yeah. for me to be doing it
0: then, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen the real Housewives of Cheshire. I have not either. I watch maybe one hour of TV a week, uh-huh. actually two hours last week, so. Yep. I watch a little bit of television. I'm very careful about what I watch. I choose. Mm. there's a program on last night which I watched and it was about cave diving. And, oh, it was amazing. Wow. They go in these worlds where somebody's never been before and they've been there for hundreds oh, of thousands of years and they're finding so creatures that they didn't know existed. And the water, because it's filtered by the rocks, is perfectly clear. Mm. And th- these, it's just so beautiful, wow. you know. So I, I choose what I watch. Yeah. But I've never seen that program. But yeah. I think... Like I say, I had an opportunity that came along. Uh, I've had a few this year. Uh, I did a little bit of TV with Chewing the cud and some of the things. Mm-hmm. And not quite exactly, but a bit random. It just appeared yeah. and I thought, yeah, unless something really goes against the grain, then yeah. I'm up for most things, yeah. you know, I, I, especially if I enjoy it. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's the main mm-hmm. thing, isn't it? Will I enjoy this? I think I will. Will it be fun? Yes. I'm going to do go that. Let's
1: do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I think it's time. I've, I've allocated a massive section of the show for this because we're going to talk about awards. <laughs> 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 and just wait, just let me get, I've got a full pad of notes. <laughs> 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 But yeah, you've both been nominated for several occasions, One, and so, with various accolades and awards, some of them mind-blowing you know a, a big a big deal basically as far as i can say a big deal so do you want to go first megan yeah okay and, I, I, I don't <laughs> want you to name drop any or anything but you can mention no, I, I'm, in, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm always
3: gonna <laughs> one, i'll never one, ever let one. myself let <laughs> that down that was amazing yeah. um so in 2017 in the soul and spirit awards i was nominated for best newcomer and best mind, body, mind, body, soul experience, but didn't get anywhere with it. But it was still nominated. That yeah. was great. And then in 2018, then I came second to Deepak Chopra for best meditation guru. So which is huge. My I was line. buzzing my <laughs> off about that. Yeah. couldn't believe it. Really, really was. And that was oh, at a really, really hard point in my life. So that really, really lifted me up. And, you know, whether you're going through a hard time or not, yeah. that's still pretty good, isn't it? It's you amazing. It's mean. huge.
0: What, what platform was your meditation on to get all these people to listen to it? Did you put it on YouTube or was it?
3: No, it was just the public vote. Right. That's incredible. Oh. I'm lucky. Yeah. Like, I don't know how these things happen to me. I'm still winging it day by day. We were saying that in the I'm cars. sure, sure all there's
0: all some woman out there <laughs> <laughs> who's called Megan Robinson, spelt with an E at the end or something. Yeah. <laughs> but and no, it's Literally. incredible. It's incredible. And you... You're very young now, but at the time when you won that, how old were you? Oh, Two years come. ago,
3: twenty-four.
0: Yeah, what See age?
3: That? I'm twenty-seven this year, so I know. I know I am young, and that's what I was saying in the car today. I feel fifty mm. a lot of the time. I feel like I've lived a long life, <laughs> and I've done a lot many of stuff. Lives. Yeah, many many lives, well, but it's been great. You know, I, I'm very, very lucky, to have...
0: I think I said when we did the radio show that you—I knew straight away that you were an old soul. Mm. Yeah, you know that definitely. came across because definitely. your experience and your wisdom is way surpasses your years.
3: Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that.
0: Yes, not because you look old. Okay, it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
1: could say that. Yeah, <laughs> no, you do, Christy. Not you do look old.
3: Do <laughs> <laughs> <Is there laughs> people think I look older? You 32? No. <laughs>
0: Uh, tell us about your catalogue of awards, Christine. Um
1: I can't remember. <laughs> um, no, so we go without the Soul and Spirit Awards. Um, so the same year when Megan came Can I just say, second. I can remember
0: mine and it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's easy when you've gotten on. We can change that. <laughs> we can change that. <laughs> I'm not an awards um, person. <laughs> neither are we. <laughs> yeah, definitely no.
1: um, Yeah, so the same year that Megan came second, that she needs to kind of... Keep running with that one because I, yeah. yeah, um, I would. Yeah. So I was up for an award with that one. Um, like you say, it's getting um listed. So it's like, I'm not sure if she's saying it's like reader nominated. Yeah. For so you in the magazine, and it's all published by you as well. And um, what was the magazine? The Soul and Spirit yeah. magazine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So in that, so it's like industry. Really, yeah. That's well, the it? so the main yeah, exactly. spiritual magazine in the UK. Yeah. yeah. It is. I've seen it yeah. on shelves. In, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. In the yeah. supermarket, it, it's there. Yeah. Um, and then the year after. Um, So last year, yeah, I can't remember where we're up to now. 2019 was up for two awards in it again, um, in it. Um, Then we won, um, I can't remember now. So last year it was, we got Holistic Centre of the Year. Um, We won that one. That's incredible. Um, Isn't that amazing? I know, I know. And we were talking about this in the car on the way up, but neither of us actually kind of stop and kind of reflect on what we've achieved, I don't think. We just kind of, oh, right, yeah, and then carry on. Um, But, yeah, there's been about three or four other ones as well. Um, And then,
0: yeah. Yeah. I I forget, and please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying this to big up myself, but I have to say it to make a point. But I went from a position where I was lost. Mm -hmm. I had a nervous breakdown, depressed, didn't know what I was doing, couldn't speak to people. Overcoming, speaking in public was a massive thing for me to get over that Mm -hmm. because I was very nervous and anxious. But then I started with the meditation and then I did lots of other things. I got the classes up to, you know, I Mm. I did a couple with 70 people in, which is a huge class for meditation. Mm. And then wrote a book, uh, did various interviews, talks, things and so on. And then the audio book and then the radio show and then this. And then I started doing the sport with Ironman and ultramarathons. I say those for the point being that I at no point really stopped to look back and think, wow, and if I look back now, even just say five years, my life's unrecognisable. Yeah. You know, it, it's just completely mm-hmm. different. Um, and I think it's really important, though, as well, is I think a lot of people, when you're sat here talking to me now, they think that we've cracked it. Yeah. We've done it. It's all right. And, you know, yeah. you know, it's OK for you. Somebody said to me in a supermarket, it's all right for you. I thought, you have no idea <laughs> how hard I work and, yeah, and how, exactly. what I do. It's important to say that I have not figured it out. I have bad days. Yeah. More good days. What we were talking yeah, about again, in the way up everything in the car. You,
1: you you describing our car, yeah. We're just but binging it really that's <laughs> it, on a every daily day,
3: basis. Every
0: day. I'm, I'm preaching meditation and, and reprogramming and correct thought and all these things. But I have days where yeah. I swear where yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. go very well, uh-huh. where I need to be on my own for a while, you know. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And so i haven't figured it all out. I've just got a tool yeah, You know, I've and developed that's... a set of skills where I can put myself back together and yeah. I can share that with people. Yeah. Exactly. I think yeah. that's probably a good way of putting it. You it know?
1: is. I so think that's really good. like The honesty thing with it as well is um I say, so one of the things I do is I teach Reiki. So a yeah. lot of the things I say to my students is I'm telling you to obviously to be doing this energy work daily and meditating daily, but I'll be the first to put my hand up and say, oh, actually, this week's gone to pot. Yeah. I'm yeah. doing this, but I'm not practicing what I preach. But I can mm-hmm. feel it. So we're all human. Yeah. Just kind of get back. You into know,
0: when I'm not having a great week, because I'll go for a thirty-mile run. That's th- I, just put, I just put. I just put I just have to go, and just yeah. be on my own. And usually, I just disappear into the hills. I come back down about seven hours later, ten hours later, whatever. And I've sort of rewired myself, mm. and I put myself back together. All this little stuff that troubles me when I run yeah. for a long period of time. I have to focus on my breathing yes. <laughs> I've got to try and keep going if you get 15 miles out there's only one way to get back and that's run back yeah. so I put myself in a situation where I have I have to keep going yeah. I don't have a choice mm-hmm. and and I really exert myself I did a run the other day where I ran up a hill and I did something like a thousand feet just straight up right get to the top and I'm All all the little stuff doesn't matter anymore. You know, it's all gone. It's like combing my mind, everything goes, and then Mm -hmm. I come back and I'm at peace and it's beautiful. And although I meditate, running, when I'm having a really bad time, Mm. running's the answer for me at the minute. That helps massively.
3: And it's moving your body, isn't it? It's Mm. physically releasing the energy that's in motion, which is your Like a
0: a duck or something they'll the lava, they don't Mm. hold that and then think about the past and trauma. They just shake it off, yeah. and they'll yeah. f- all animals. We're the all only sentient do beings yeah. that yeah. All aren't all fully present. You, yeah. Everybody else, if you see two ducks and they'll have a bit of a, a melee, they'll they'll just flap the wings, sh- yeah. Yeah. get rid of it, and but
3: off they, they do, go. You? Like you
1: all animals, sort of the adrenaline, they all do. The, they all shake it off. So
3: Those feet, they the make event? noise, yeah. and then yeah, they do all that do stuff. It, yeah. And we yeah. should realistically, you know, we should do more movement, and that's probably another part of everything that we that we believe in, and. Right off, we're all winging it. Like you're saying 30 miles and I'm thinking, I can't even run the length of myself. <laughs> 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 He's up a mountain 30 mm-hmm. miles away and I'm down here. yeah.
0: I think, it, yeah, it, it's not so much about the distance. It's about solitude and exerting myself yes. physically seems to work. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, a point I'd like to raise is something that, I, you know, every now and again, you need to check yourself. Mm-hmm. And I watched a film that I hadn't seen for a few years. I watched it again. It's called Unity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would seen that and a big part of it is about eating meat. Mm -hmm. And I used to be vegetarian, then I became vegan, Mm -hmm. and now I do eat meat again. Not Mm -hmm. all the time, not that often, very Mm. rare, but but I eat meat. Mm. And I watched this film and it, I thought, you know, it's all right thinking that, you know, it's wrong and everything, but Mm. I'm still eating meat. I'm part Mm. of the problem. And this then, a guy I know called Marcus Chester, who's coming on this show, who did the radio with me about two weeks ago, wrote a little... Article for Facebook: A little paragraph about uh, what happened with Caroline Flack, saying that a lot of people put a post and say it's terrible what happened, mm. but still watch Love Island.
2: Yeah. Now, yeah.
0: whether you're involved in making that program
2: mm-hmm. or
0: whether you just watch, if just by watching that program, mm-hmm. you're part of the problem. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's actually being very conscious about your actions. It's okay having an ideology and thinking, you know, oh, we shouldn't eat meat and stuff, but I'm still eating meat. Mm-hmm. So I need to check myself, I think,
1: yeah.
2: and
0: I need to stop eating meat because I don't agree with it, but I'm yeah. still doing it.
2: Right.
0: You know. So I think it's realising that even just by doing nothing and maybe just going along with things and taking mm-hmm. the easy road is, yeah. is not the answer. Sometimes I have to make some very healthy, conscious decisions which require effort.
1: Hmm. And it does, like you said, it is. It's the effort, it's the not going along with what you're used to for as humanity generations that have been programmed to obviously yeah. eating and meat and, and the rest of it and I, stuff.
0: For the record, I've never watched Love Island. Uh, I've never seen no. it. <laughs> it's just, it's not but on it's, my list. Yeah. I would never even appeal yeah. to me, you know. It's, no, it's, um,
1: but it is, and... This is the other thing where you we were saying with like, things like the Real Housewives of Cheshire and stuff, like the people that I'm trying to reach are the people mm. that would be living, watching Love Island and they would be doing this yeah. and they're in such a bad place yeah. because of all the pressure that's put on them. It, and it, it's just...
0: It, it's... Well, I'll interrupt you and I'm sorry, but I've just thought of a really good point. I remember when I first started doing the radio, they advertised for the army mm-hmm. and I had a real problem with this mm. because a lot of my friends are ex-military and... A lot of people go to war with the right motivations, but when they come back, realize it's all for oil yeah. and mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. and it's all a load of nonsense. And a human being is never further away from his true nature than when he's at war. Mm. And so I had a problem with this, but then I also realized that if I wanted to make change, I needed the ve- radios of a vehicle to sort yes. of mm-hmm. express myself, bring because I've, I've I've had. I've done 70 shows now and I've had some beautiful people on there and they've all got a voice now. Yeah. I love that. The fact that, you know, yeah. this everybody's got this medium to express themselves now. And rather than it just being the same, we've got um, a different message. Mm-hmm. And I realized that in order to make change, sometimes you can't just say that's wrong. This is right. And you have to engage to mm-hmm. make a change. You have to have, a, have that conversation, that communication don't you, you know, yeah. and just by stepping back from the radio because they advertised for the army wasn't going to change anything yeah. but by putting a different message out there, mm-hmm.
3: would yeah, well, you know, so it. I think yeah. that imperfectly perfect action yeah. is what's needed on everybody's account because yeah. You know, whether you're eating meat or whether you're working in the army or whatever it is that you might be doing, unless you have a foot in there, you can't make a difference. You can't make a change. If you can't talk to people on that level, then you ain't going to do nothing.
0: Exactly, Mm. Megan. What we'll do next week, you host the show. (laughs) 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 Because it took me 10 minutes to make a point that you succinctly put in about 30 seconds and made it better. Now stop it.
1: (laughs) i love that but it's so true though it is it, is.
3: it, it is. makes a difference i think
0: yeah so i'd like to ask you now and just to be clear i d- i don't have it all figured out i'm a mile away yeah. but i'm a little bit closer each mm-hmm. day
3: yeah yeah every day.
0: so i'd like to talk about now is i believe that you're both doing something together in the near future that's pretty much and i say this when i say this each week i look at the camera and i say it's Hot off the press. <laughs> <laughs> tell like tell us, this is maybe a festival yeah. that you're doing and you're
3: part of, is that yeah. right? I'm chatting in her ear. Right. Basically, whispering <laughs> in her ear
1: saying, Yeah. No, so like I was saying, the people that I'm trying to want to reach are people that aren't necessarily into, you can tell I'm getting excited because I'm getting like this now with my hands. Yeah, gesticulate. I know, I am. Yes. So... It's basically, we're going down the lines of a festival, an event, a wellness, holistic type of thing. Yeah. Um, And the purpose of it is to make holistic living, so to speak. Um, So healing work, meditation, yoga, all that sort of stuff, more accessible to the general public. And almost kind of like demystify the whole hippie type do you know what? like some of yeah. th- the amount of people i have come to me going oh well i want to come to meditation but i'm too scared because i might not be able to do it or this a or lot that, of people are then. just
0: worried about what other people think yeah
1: exactly and so this is where we're trying to bring it more mainstream basically so it's yeah. the first year of the event which we're hoping will grow year on year um and it's kind of it's almost like two events in one, so to speak. So we've got one where there's loads of workshops going on. So it's like healing. Um, we've got like yoga, meditation, like EFT, gong baths, um, group healing, all that sort of stuff.
0: This is this is a, a 12-month retreat, yeah? It is, <laughs> yeah, you
1: go, right? And then the other side of it we've got, it's almost like um, a pop-up kind Of a cross between, um, like an artisan market and an MBS type fair, but we've got along the lines of like really ethical, um, vegan traders, zero waste, like all those sorts of things. Yeah. And yeah, so the first person that I thought of was Megan because I need her on board, um, Thanks. because she's awesome, yeah. And she came second, <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, yeah, to Deepak Chopra,
1: yeah, yeah, sort of like yeah. Deepak, yeah. 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 yeah, you know, Deepak, <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, so. She was the first person. I was like, I need you on board. I need you doing it. So yeah, it's really exciting about that.
3: It is. It's going to be yeah. really, really exciting. As soon as you brought it to me, mm. and you were telling me that you were focusing on doing it, I was like, yes, this is where you need to go because you know, as much as you might not like the lights and the camera, that's where you need to be because the voice that you have mm. is strong, and your ethics are strong, your moral yeah. compass is strong, and having that for the mainstream public, that's perfect. Yeah. I it. say it's
1: more using just like the platform because like, what we're seeing like. A lot of people sort of come to me and go, Oh, you were on TV, weren't you? Or you've been on this and you've been on that. And because I did, um, so I was invited to like, Latitude Festival as well, which yeah. I didn't realize how big Latitude How was. big is it?
0: <laughs> Huge. Effing big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we're nearly
1: or well, Liam Gallagher and everyone were headlining. The Killers, like it is. All oh, m- right. It's, so it's like
0: on 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 the Glastonbury kind yeah, of scale. Yeah, no, it
1: is massive. Like it's huge. Like I thought it was kind of just a little.
0: And what were you singing? Christy? What was I singing? <laughs> I was
1: singing silence. So yeah, yeah we did um, like meditation, like morning meditation on like the lakeside stage, um, and then in, in wow. the um, they've got like a woodland, like the enchanted woodland as well. So uh, we did like a new moon type ceremony and things there and stuff.
0: Why did I not know about this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is it. It's it just sounds kind awesome. Quite, yeah. yeah, she's That's amazing.
0: Huge. I think I've learned that I was very uncomfortable about having my picture taken, even just my mm. picture, for years. And people that know me quite well will know this. I, I whenever anybody yeah. took a picture, I wouldn't have my picture taken. I would, mm. I even would get a little bit agitated and say, "No, I've asked nicely, please, yeah, I don't want the picture taken." And then I realised that. Social media w- was a necessary vehicle for mm-hmm. what I was doing yeah. to reach people. And I had to get over it, yeah. basically. I just had to mm. get over it. And then now I'm pretty much relaxed in this yeah. environment. If I seem a little anxious sometimes, it's probably because I'm thinking camera three is not quite the right <laughs> uh-huh. This kind of thing.
1: Chris is tapping on the table. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this kind of thing. I have a lot of this stuff going on in my mind. But the bit about being in front of a camera and stuff. Now, while we've been doing this now, mm. Apart from the odd moment, yeah. I'm pretty much oblivious to the cameras now yeah, because yeah. Yeah. you'll notice once we get five, ten minutes into it, you come engaged you and we're having a conversation and it's like there's nobody else here, mm-hmm. you know. And well, there isn't actually anybody else here, but <laughs> it's like we're not being filmed. Apart yeah. from the person you know? who
1: knocked that over and yeah. oh.
0: left <laughs> oh. But I think, I think it's something, it's an ego thing. And as much as some people want to be in front of the camera because of an ego, mm-hmm. When you get rid of your ego, you can be in front of the camera. Yeah. So it's, yeah. the, it's the same process. How you arrive there is different. But
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm i not in front of a camera because of an ego. I'm mm. a, I'm in front of the camera.
1: To help other people. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Be, besides having an ego, it, it's sort of shedding your ego that enabled me to do it because yeah. I was uncomfortable with how yeah. I look. Now yeah, I yeah, start yeah, caring yeah. about yeah, how no, I look. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah, I, it is what it is, yeah. you know, I can't change it. it so, like, yeah, I've,
1: I had a massive thing, like obviously with the TV thing, but being more on social media, yeah. and I was like, oh, but I don't want to go on social media because that's not what I believe and in it, but like, it's exactly, it. you can meet, reach so many people that need yeah. it. Yeah. That it's, it is, I, it's... I
0: came off social media uh, for seven years, I wasn't on any form of social media, and then with doing the meditations by midnight initially mm. and then Midnight mm-hmm. McBride and all of this... Um, It was necessary. Yeah. Yeah. So I just had to get over it and get on with it.
1: But it's a way of you reaching and getting your message across to... Masses and masses of people as well, so yeah it is needed.
3: And do you feel that you're getting better at it now? Cause no, do you not? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't. Two years ago, I, I wouldn't yeah. have done it. Yeah, like, no,
1: definitely. Like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done this. I've
3: but I had to do loads of inner work to be able yeah. to actually go and do it. Like I used to be a lot bigger than what I was, and I know that I've lost loads of weight, and that's made me feel really good and really confident yeah. that I can express myself. Because two years ago, I wasn't the vision of health; I was in the vision of happiness. So why would I put myself out there and tell people to be happy when inside I wasn't? Like, Mm. for me, that would have been a lie, but now it's different.
0: When we did the radio show, you were telling me that you'd lost a load of weight Mm. and I'd seen a picture of you previously and you'd lost a load of weight. And then I hadn't seen you for, what, a couple of months? Yeah. Maybe three months, I'm not sure. But then you came into the station today and you've halved your size again. (laughs) (laughs) You've done it again.
3: It feels good, though. Yeah. Like, I think for me...
0: If you're eating healthy, if you're doing it by if you're doing yeah. it with the correct, by the correct channels that's and it. losing weight, that's great. The
1: it way is. I see it with you as yeah. well is kind of like knowing you. It's the happier you're becoming in yourself. It's just kind of naturally just dropping away. It's well, that's like, why,
3: again, the yeah. way I was trying to create a physical barrier between me and the things that I wasn't happy with. And yeah. that's the only reason. And it's not to say that I got fat without eating. I ate loads. But then I didn't change my diet whenever I started to lose weight and it just started to drop off because it got myself out of the situation that I was in. So it works. Like, yeah. this is why I tell people you can get skinny by being happy. Yeah, I <laughs>
0: absolutely agree. Um A gentleman I had on the radio show recently, we were talking about weight and he used to be double his mm-hmm. body weight. Mm-hmm. And it was because he wasn't happy. Yeah. And when you become happy, you generally... You, you might take plant medicine, you may take drugs occasionally, but you don't need them. Yeah. yeah. You don't need alcohol, you don't need cigarettes. Mm-hmm. You Generally, when you feel good, you eat well, you yeah. eat the correct foods. You don't want to put a big fat greasy burger in yourself yeah. when you've just done a yoga class, yeah. you know, yeah. when you feel good. And then if you have a happy mind and you're in a happy inner emotional state, then you don't need to eat a load of food most people, and mm-hmm. I'm generalizing, not everybody, but most people who eat and are overweight, it's because it's comforting. Yeah. And I, I've done it because I've been yeah, a lot yeah. heavier as well. And when mm-hmm. you eat a lot of food, especially food that isn't good for you, which mm-hmm. involves sugar, mm-hmm. when your mood dips like this, you then reach for sugar because it's a very quick yep. fix to bring your mood back up. Yep. The problem is that then. Makes the problem worse. It perpetuates, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a downward spiral, yeah. Yeah. you know. And it then is. you just need sugar
3: constantly. Yeah. yeah, it's just an an addiction, then, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's yeah. one thing that I'm trying this year. I'm
1: like reducing it slowly, but this year, I'm like, no, I need to. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah,
0: I find recently the last few weeks, not this weekend, because I've been at Manduca and we've had cake. Yeah. But the last few weeks, we've been on a salad, fruit, and fish. Uh-huh. That's wow. all we've been eating, and. Drop weight like that, no mm-hmm. problem whatsoever. Feel great. No bad carbs in your system, yeah. which is pr- predominantly sugar anyway. Mm-hmm. So your digestive tract, everything's working yeah. well. Just you feel good. More. You have more energy than you have when yeah. you're eating a lot yeah. of food. Yeah. Uh, we felt great. I was doing it with Willow and it was, um we both, yeah, it, we, it improved our life. Yeah. By it just does, putting the it? right it fuel does. in, you know. I think basically if you eat what comes out the ground, so you're eating, Plants yep. or, or in, in either way, but yeah. plants or fruit, mm-hmm. that's the main base of, of your diet, yeah. a plant-based diet. And then I, I, we did have fish, but mm-hmm. adding something else in there as well. Mm. You, it's not
1: the additives and it's not
0: yeah, exactly. all the stuff, is it, yeah. as well. Then, you know, it, it's quite easy to be healthy. It's having your mind in the right place to be able to make those choices that's yeah. difficult. Yeah. We know how to be healthy. We know what we need to put in, mm-hmm. you know, nothing out of a packet. Mm-hmm. Not it's just that it's
1: the convenience, though, isn't it? Yeah. it just... That's that Busy
0: lifestyle. Yeah. Well, you left th- anything. Th- th- there's nothing convenient. more convenient than an apple or a banana, but well, you don't true. get, yeah, the, you you don't, don't get yeah. the sugar hit that yeah. you get off a Mars bath. True. Yeah. You know, so.
1: It's
0: very true. Yeah. 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 So we're coming towards the end of the show, and I'd like you both, if you would, we'll start with Christy. If you'd tell us maybe if somebody wanted to come to the key retreat if they wanted to come to the key retreat yeah how would they get in touch with you
1: okay so there are many ways um Good. we'll go with the social media seems like we've been talking about that so those are on facebook it is um the key spelled k-i yeah. retreat um instagram is the underscore key again spelled k-i underscore retreat um, and then we've got the website as well which is key k-i mobileholistics.com
0: wonderful Okay. And Megan, if somebody wants to become a mystic from a misfit, <laughs> how would they get in touch with you?
3: Yeah, so Facebook again. So um, the Misfit to Mystic Academy is a group on Facebook. Um, you can come and join that at any point and you'll get to see me having arguments with people that are invisible, <laughs> which is always a great crack. <laughs> um, we do a lot of work on there, which will be really, really easy for people to get involved with, even if you're not a Facebook addict yeah. like me.
0: <laughs> okay. So we're coming towards the end of the show and I'm just going to quickly, quickly tell everybody that if they wanted to get in touch, um, they can follow me in various ways. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, a YouTube channel. Obviously, if you're watching this, you know that, and we'd really like you to subscribe as well. There'll be an episode coming out every week. And I've got the book from Pills to Peace which is for sale in about 12 places but predominantly it starts with Amazon and the audio book which is due out on Friday I think and then book two about six to eight weeks off which is moving forward learning how to glide elevating yourself and propelling yourself forward using surrounding energies with zero resistance with zero effort in harmony with natural law. This has been Midnight McBride thank you ladies thank Thank you you. and we'll do this again okay (laughs) thank you